0: Isaac cut all of it out. No. Anyways, let's actually do an intro and make this somewhat professional. Well, I just think that up top we should tell everyone how grateful we are that they all band together and wrote us all those reviews and mm-hmm. left us all those five-star ratings. Yes, like, it was very much
1: appreciated. That was amazing. Because... Like I said, when I didn't know I was being recorded, the other day at one in the morning, I decided to go check our Apple podcast page, I guess is the best way to put it. And that's when I had noticed we only had one review (laughs) and it was a one star (laughs) review and not even like I actually would have appreciated it if it was like a constructive, like criticism. Like, I don't like this because and this is what they can improve on. But no literally just a one star it was just a fucking
0: hater just a hater so whatever i know right like at least tell tell us why we suck yeah you know right so, yeah i do appreciate fuck this bitch because yeah but whatever
1: so yes we do appreciate that all of, well all of heather's friends <laughs> what and wrote us very nice reviews
0: yeah, they were super sweet. Like I legitimately cried. Yeah, it was nice. That was so nice. I I was blown away by the amount of support that we have. Cause it was just stupid. Honestly, the whole ordeal. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter.
1: Cause by no means are we trying to like be like, oh my god, we're not perfect. It's not that. It was just the fact that there was nothing, like no substance. If you to go it.
0: out of your way to be an asshole For, like, no reason?
1: Yeah. What are you doing with your life? Because we 100% understand that we're not gonna be everyone's cup of
0: tea. Because that's not how this works. But, like, like, just just move on. Yeah. Why were you so offended by us that you, you know, took the time Mm -hmm. to go leave a one star review? What is that? It was stupid. Anyway, they don't deserve any more attention. So, no. Would you like to introduce yourself? Okay.
1: Now we can actually. Yeah. Start. So, hi, I'm Selena. I'm going to apologize ahead of time. Uh-huh. I currently took a ben or not currently, I took a Benadryl not too long ago. So you're high as a kite. And then I just ate, so now I'm like sleepy, and I'm drinking rosé, so there's a lot of uppers and downers <laughs> going on right now. Welcome to my life. So, like I said, hi, I'm Selena. I'm scared of everything. I have no business doing this, because
0: I still sleep with the nightlight. But let's do this. Yeah. And I'm Heather, and I haven't slept in, well, years. Um, so today, oh, also, we're Hauntings and Homicide. Oh, yeah. But if you didn't know that, then I, know, I, I don't, your phone is glitching and you opened a random podcast, but
1: that's also, we're
0: fine with that, too. Side note,
1: Heather and I are going to be somewhere this weekend, and we would really love it if you were there and you introduced us, or no, and you met. Yeah, us. introduce us. Yeah. <laughs> Benadryl. To each other. Ooh. It's a fun one. Have you met Selena? <laughs> so, we will be at Midsummer Scream on Sunday. And
0: that's in Long Beach. Sure. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't a question. Yeah. It, it is. And um, Sunday, that's August 4th. Yes. Also, not a question. No. <laughs> <laughs> I totally feel my loopiness coming oh, in right now, and I just want to take it out. Oh, boy. Well, I think that that's... I'm going to have a good time. You have to talk a whole bunch now. I do. And you have to do it high on drugs, so I'm so, excited. I apologize, everyone. No, I don't apologize. I unapologize, because this is going to be amazing. Hopefully this goes well.
1: Yeah, it's going to be fun. Anyways, I hope you guys liked our part, our, our two-part podcast from last week. Mm-hmm. It was our first one doing. Yeah.
0: For, <laughs> oh yeah. Speak over here. It's happening. Podcast this is. Um, <sighs> yeah. It's so, going to be a long episode. No, it's not.
1: It It might be. Anyways, I hoped you liked our part, two part <laughs> podcast. God, this is going to be awful.
0: I'm so happy. Our two, two part Series Series. covering Elisa Lamb. There you go. Spanning over two episodes. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: I know a lot of people were very excited for us to cover that case, so I hope we did it justice. Now, let me butcher this one. So, we're doing... um, What do we
0: call this?
1: Well, I had it nicknamed Daddy Vampire. No.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) Cut it. Nope. But... It's the vampire cult of Nebraska. Which, by the way... Who knew shit like that happened in Nebraska? Nebraska is a lot more interesting than we thought.
1: I still don't know where you are, but... (laughs) Can't point to
0: it on a map, but apparently it's
1: hopping down there. No idea where it's at. Okay, take it away. All right. So, it's the 21st century, and we're all looking to make a connection with someone, whether that's through Facebook, Instagram, or various dating apps like Tinder. I don't like where this is going at all. Unfortunately for 24-year-old Sydney Loof, looking for that connection, brought her to her death. I know that's a little morbid, but we're also talking about true crime here.
0: Yeah, it's it's true. True
1: crime. So before I get on with the story, I just want to say how ridiculously hard it was to find information on her, but how easy it was to find information on the suspects. And I think that's freaking horrible. Thank you. I wish news outlets would focus a little bit more on the victim. After all, she was a young, caring woman who had her life taken from her. Amen. I kid you not, you can find nothing on her. That's fucked up. I saw her picture. Yeah, that's it. And keep in mind, there's only two pictures that they show. It's just really sad. Yeah. But. What the fuck? Fuck you. Fuck you. So I will kind of say I'm not. I guess I want to focus a little bit more on her rather Mm -hmm. than the people involved. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Anyways, Sydney had matched with a 24-year-old woman named Audrey, who, by the way, her real name is Bailey Boswell. But she had to go by a fake name because she's got a bunch of warrants out. So that's trouble right there. Anyways, they had matched on Tinder in November of 2017. And during the 11th through the 14th, they had exchanged over 140 messages between each other. So, I mean, they were talking pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever done online dating, you know you talk a bunch before you actually meet the person. Hopefully. Hopefully. But in this case, it didn't even really matter. I was going to say, the whole point of talking to somebody is to try to avoid yeah. this Being whole murdered? situation. Fuck. But, anyways, that did not happen. Mm. So, after, for talk- after talking for a few days, this led them to go on to their first date on November 14th. They had a wonderful date, and Sydney even said that she felt like she met her dream girl. They went on their second date the next night, and Bailey picked up Sydney and brought her to her apartment, but there was another person there.
0: That's my birthday. November 15th is my birthday. Oh, i will keep that in
1: mind. Ew. Well, go on. Now you share it sure with... No, no, no. Mm -hmm. There was another person there, and that person was Bailey's boyfriend. 53-year-old Aubrey Trail. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It was after this date that Sydney was never seen or heard from again. That's a really big age gap. Yeah. I I understand that age is nothing but a number, but it always is weird to me. I don't know why it's always weird to me when men date women that are so much younger than them. And we're gonna get into this. But well they I mean this is a whole is control
0: like, issue, I feel. Yeah. Like. This guy's like the most insecure person on this planet.
1: Yeah. So I feel like it's only weird when it's a male dating a younger woman. Well, yes, because In other in any other situation, I'm like whatever, go for it. But I feel like in this situation this is it's just, strictly just like this control.
0: Is, it's control and it's manipulation and it's like, you know, you can con- you can control a younger woman a lot. Easier than an mm-hmm. older one They can't see through your bullshit Yeah As easily Yeah But That's a whole topic It is You could get, do a whole podcast yeah. about
1: Well and Aubrey being a Control Mm-hmm Well that's We'll get into that Mm-hmm So let's get some background information On our victim Sydney Her parents are George and Susie Loof And she was the middle child Between her big brother Levi And younger sister Mackenzie She loved swinging on the tree swing, riding her bike to the pool, and sledding. She was a tomboy who could outfish most of her family and always wanted to tag along with her brother and father. In junior high, she played basketball and golf and was always very athletic up until high school. This is when she developed scoliosis and even swinging a golf club made her back hurt. Mm. I know, that's very sad. That's such a young age to her high school years to stop being able to do anything like that she had graduated from neely oakdale high school in 2011 and went to work as a cashier at menards a hardwood store she then moved to lincoln to be closer to her brother and sister she spent a lot of her free time at her sisters where she would help clean watch netflix and cook dinner when her mom would visit they would go to a local shop and browse for crystals Sydney loved amethyst the most because purple is her favorite color. Mm -hmm. And it was believed to hold healing powers for physical ailments and emotional issues. Mm -hmm. By the way, I don't know why I've never noticed this today, but apparently, Heather has had a box of crystals on the table this entire time we've recorded. (laughs) But today is the first day I noticed
0: it. And can you guess what crystals (laughs) they are? Well... I mean, to be fair, amethyst is my favorite crystal, too. Well, it's the first Purple's my it. favorite color. So. It was a little, like, literally,
1: it was, I feel like I,
0: like, laser yeah. tagged it, it I know, as soon as I walked Selena in. Selena came in and she's like, um, are these amethysts? And I'm like, uh, yeah. Like, what a, why are you, why are you phrasing it like that? What do you have against amethysts? Damn. So it was just weird. Yeah, it's it's this week's version of all the other crazy shit that's happened every week that we do some spooky-ass case. I immediately told Heather I was
1: quitting. Yeah,
0: well... I don't want to do this anymore. It didn't, didn't stick, though, so lucky me. Anyway,
1: go on. Sydney did struggle with depression and anxiety, but her mom says throughout it all she was a beautiful person. She had big dreams of working with animals and wanted to move to Colorado or down south but never could because she didn't like the thought of being away from her family. She had a beautiful tabby cat named Mimsy that she loved oh so much, and that brings us back to our story. So on November 16th, she had missed her shift at Menards, and her parents went to go check on her, and that's when they noticed that her car and Mimsy were still at home, and they knew she'd never leave the cat behind. She took her cat with her, too? Well, because her car was don't know. Okay. Because she was gone. She wasn't physically there.
0: Hmm. So, like, if she... Oh, if she was going to, like, pack up yeah. and, like, leave, she yeah. wouldn't
1: have abandoned her cat. Yes. Got it. So, they knew she would never leave the cat behind, so something had to have been wrong. hmm So, the family had set up a Facebook page in support of finding Sydney. This is when Aubrey and Bailey, the couple I mentioned earlier, decided they needed to upload a video proclaiming their innocence. W-
0: they, they weren't even suspects at the time or their name had
1: been out in the media but they weren't actually named person of interest okay. yet okay she, her name was out there more cuz she was the last person to go on a date with Sydney yep but they weren't persons of interest just yet mhm that's why it's kind of weird and you by the way you can go look at the video and it's just Ew. yeah it's still up there not on the facebook page but you can find it on you the can internet. find it ugh so they i know they're disgusting people Ooh, they are so they start by saying they have listened to the media who has slammed their name for days they had nothing to do with Sydney's death but Bailey does admit to ta- to taking her on a date but Sydney had asked to be dropped off dropped off at a friend's house which by the way they couldn't prove that right she did not drop her off at anyone's house I just can't imagine how fucking selfish you would be to post a video proclaiming your innocence on the Facebook page set to find her. Like, Sydney's family is going through hell because they don't know where her daughter is, what happened to her, and then they have to see those fucking dumbasses. Like, that's just being...
0: It's narcissistic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (sighs) So it wasn't until... A couple days after that, that they were considered persons of interest, but they kind of were on the run. So they had posted multiple videos kind of talking about the same thing. They often were on the run because they were a con couple. So their whole stick was to con like antique stores. So it wasn't kind of weird for them to just go from city to city. But anyways. It's not until November 30th that the couple was arrested, but it was unrelated to Sydney's disappearance. They had gotten them for transporting stolen goods. They were part of a gold coin scheme, which, by the way, they pleaded guilty to and got 10 years in federal prison. But we don't really care about that. Mm -mm. The only thing you need to know is that since they did plead guilty and they got their sentencing, they were already in jail when they started connecting the dots between them and Sydney kind of thing. So it was kind of good for the cops because they could interrogate them and all that good stuff. So while in custody, Trail did admit to killing Sydney. He said it was accidentally, though, oh, through yeah. erotic exposition. Oh, I knew I was going to do that. <coughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to fuck up on that word. All right. Trail admitted to killing Sydney accidentally through erotic asphyxiation. There you go. That was good. Stick the landing. And he said that there were two other women present during that. Okay. He said Bailey had nothing to do with the killing, but she did help clean up the body. Okay. Very weird. It's just weird. So... On December 4th and 5th, authorities discovered Sydney's body dismembered in garbage bags in a marshy area of Clay County, two weeks after she had disappeared. And she was identified by her tattoo that read, everything will be wonderful someday. Your Roku did that thing again where it went off the
0: screensaver. Great. Oh. Oh do you know what someone pointed out to me? Hmm. Which is freaky. Okay, so we're aware that uh, sometimes in this in the playback, we get that little feedback, that little ripple. We can't figure out what it is, but um, uh, someone pointed out that in um, Elisa Lam Part 1, I said something about it seems like she was trying to communicate with someone and it goes ripple, like it goes... Crrr. Like <laughs> like she's talking to us. And I'm like, oh. And they talked about how that they freaked out listening to that. That's like, it. oh. Like they like jumped because it, it sounded like. My sh- heart literally just started beating a thousand miles away. Sorry, but yeah, someone pointed it out. I'm done.
1: <laughs> it's not happening. I don't know what to tell you. Anyways, she was identified by her tattoo that read, everything will be wonderful someday.
0: That's like, devastating. That's fucking horrible. That's devastating. Like... I feel sick. I know. I hate it. It's stupid. It's just stupid. I fucking hate these people. What? They're just... Assholes. They're like... This is what happens when, like, nerds are evil. This I'm is just, nerds gone wrong. I'm
1: just... Mm. Anyways... So obviously, police went to go search their apartment. Everything seemed normal flowers on the table, vitamins on the countertop, and photos throughout the house. And they also found Viagra, mm-hmm. 17 sex toys. 17. 17. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of sex toys. It's a very specific number. 17. Bottles of bleach and smears on the wall, uh-huh. as if they had just been cleaned. Uh-huh. Well, if that doesn't look suspicious, then I don't know what does. They're horrible people. Horrible. So keep in mind, like I said, they're already in jail because they're serving time for their federal offenses. So they aren't actually charged for Sydney's murder till June of 2018. And like we all know, court proceedings take forever, they just do. So the trial actually doesn't start till June of this year. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a current. It's a current case. Case. It's our first current case. I meant to say that in the beginning, yeah, and me I too. Thought I had like I don't know. <laughs> I meant to say that. So then it kind of brings it up to where we kind of found out about it. Mm-hmm. So, Trails trial, yeah, is up first and. I feel like they did that on purpose, because since he probably is the one with the more serious charges, I, f- I felt like they were going to try to get Bailey to, like, cop a plea deal, to, like, testify against him. And they didn't do that. I really thought they were going to do that.
0: We don't know what happened no. behind closed doors. No. And there could be a big plot twist coming still. We'll see. So,
1: he has three charges against him. Improper disposal of a skeletal remains, first-degree murder, and conspiracy to commit murder. He pled guilty to the first charge and not guilty to the murder charges. So during Trail's trial, this is where things start getting weird. There's talk about sex. Oh, there's talk about sex cults, vampires, and special powers. Mm-hmm. So like I said, the trial started in June. And on June twenty fourth, Trail did something
0: batshit crazy. Oh, this was this was the first time he did something batshit crazy well, or This is actually what caught my eye and yes. what made me
1: go, What the F. So keep in mind courtroom, tons of people, there's a whole trial going on. Trail stands up, screams. Bailey is innocent, and I curse you all, and slashes his throat. So what did he slash his throat with? Well, it was like a pen fitted with like a little baby razor. Uh, It wasn't enough to kill him. Right. Which he probably knew. Yeah. He's an asshole. (laughs) Yes. And I feel like this goes along with the narcissism. Uh Uh-huh. Because it's all eyes on me. I'm an egomaniac. Uh Uh-huh. Haha,
0: ha, I didn't kill myself, but like, you know, I got myself just injured enough to be taken out of here. Yeah. And to shut this whole thing down. I'm in control. I have the power. Yeah. It's all a control thing. Right. So
1: obviously he did hurt himself a little bit. So he was actually missing from, he got a boo boo. Yeah. It's not even that bad. Like he's got like little baby pussy. Yeah. So obviously he was kind of missing through most of the court case. Anyways, I'm not going to bore you with most of the court proceedings because I feel like it is kind of boring, like all the jargon. Yeah, Yeah, all the legal talk. Yeah. I guess the most important parts you need to know of is that in an affidavit, it is uh, stated that Bailey and Trail were seen shopping for items— And they label it as tools and supplies believed to have been used in the dismemberment and disposal of Sydney. Mm -hmm. They were seen buying these items on November 15th. My birthday. And the day she disappeared. Mm -hmm. So, hi. That's like... Yeah, it's a bingo. It's... Yeah. Come on. Um, Also, it was noted... That at 8.31 on November 15th, Sydney's phone had pinged near the couple's apartment. Now, I feel like everybody should know by now, our phones are constantly going off. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so easy to trace it. And actually, if anyone listened to To Live and Die in L.A., it's kind of crazy that Google keeps track of everything. Like, it's like a 10 second updated of where you've gone. Mm. So, just
0: stop killing people. You're gonna get caught. Yeah. Just stop. Just don't. Yeah. Do something else. Right? Start knitting. Yeah. Yeah. Knitting's fun. Sudoku. Huh? I like the knitting part better. Look, I don't do Sudoku either. I'm just trying to come up with some options. Just don't do it. You're going to get caught. Literally pretty much anything except murder. It's... You're never going to get away with it. There are YouTube tutorials for anything. Pick something. Go cook. Yeah. Do that. So, on
1: November 17th, Bailey's phone had been factory reset, which is convenient. Wow. How doesn't that also look suspicious? A little bit. So she was like, "Yeah, police, go ahead, go through my phone. I ain't got nothing to hide."
0: Well, yeah, bitch, because you reset your phone. Do you think that we're stupid? Like, what? That looks more suspicious than anything else. It's all very suspicious. <sighs> the They're not the morons. smartest ones. No.
1: The autopsy did show that Sydney had died. From homicidal violence, including strangulation, which was just so sad. Yeah. Can you imagine? You're getting all excited because you're going on this date. I
0: hate these
1: people. Oh, I know. I mean, I hate all murderers, but... Okay. So, what you're going to find out, I'm a sucker for love. I love a good lo- love story. I want everyone to be happy and find their person. So, to me, it's so, so upsetting that this girl really thought that she had met someone special and she was getting all excited. And actually, that's the last picture they have of her is she posted on Snapchat Said, um, saying, ready for my date. And she's all happy and smiles, like not knowing what the hell is going to happen and fucking ends up murdered. Like, th- that's just so sad to me. Trail does, like I said, he admitted to killing her. He said it was an accident and that he killed her with... Like a power cord. There we go. We're just going to go with that. Okay. But he's just a dick. So he's already changed the story a thousand times because first it was through he erotic Uh Uh
0: asphyxiation. I can't do it. I did it once. I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to do it. It's okay. We know what you're talking about.
1: (laughs) Anyways, I swear I know the English language and I know how to talk. I swear I know the English. I do. I can't talk. It's fine. (sighs) All right. So that's pretty much the important parts you need to know of the case. I'm going to fast forward to July 10th, when jurors only took three hours to convict Aubrey Trail of first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder. Mm Mm-hmm. So, now that that's done, we're on to the sentencing part. And this is an important part because he could potentially be getting the death penalty. Now, if that somehow happens between this and our podcast going up, maybe we'll put a quick little, like, addendum. we'll do an update. Yeah.
0: So, Bailey's trail... That was that was destined to happen, and I was you know doing it. So good. Yeah, you were. But that's so if good. you didn't say that at some point, it just isn't possible. Well, and
1: I think the whole time I was
0: typing this, Google Dude, was correcting me I, either way. I, I feel like I I read it so many times. I was like, I like became dyslexic. I was like, I was doing so. What good. word is that now?
1: So Bailey Boswell's trial isn't scheduled till October fifteenth. So we won't know anything wow about her.
0: It I sometimes I don't understand I don't either. How all that stuff works. I don't either. I don't. Just when you think you do, something like that happens, you're like, Oh, I guess I
1: don't understand it at all. I mean, the only kind of saving grace that we have is that they're already in jail serving their federal charges, so they can't go out and fucking kill more people. But mm-hmm. I don't under, I, I don't get how the court system works and why stuff takes so long.
0: I don't either, because sometimes they don't. I don't. I don't. Oh well, that's not. This is not the legal podcast. Yeah, if we we there's a lawyer
1: listening, if you want to tell
0: us, that would be great. I will find out for you. Um, So,
1: Heather, if you would like
0: to elaborate on the sex cult vampire. Special Ooh, power. I'm so... I was... <laughs> I was writing <laughs> this, and I was like, I don't ever want to hear about vampires again. I don't ever want to hear about cults. I don't want to... I don't want to talk about magic powers. Like, I, 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 like, want to stop doing it. I'm like, fuck these people. This is nonsense. I... No. Absolutely not. It's crazy. First of all, I just want to say, imagine meeting someone you really like on a dating site. And then you go and meet her in person, and, like, and then on your, like, second date, they're like, oh, and here's my boyfriend. First of all, go fuck yourself. happens a lot. I know this. It happens a lot. I know this very well. And also, not just the fact that, hey, here's my boyfriend. Here's my 53-year-old boyfriend who's built, like, a
1: refrigerator. Do you want to know what's really sad? What? Is that Sydney had even texted Bailey saying, it's just going to be us two, right? I have two titles
0: for my Daddy Vampire. It's not Daddy <laughs> Vampire. The first title is Vampire Freaks. Oh. But not the beloved social media site from our youth. Or Vampires. Or disgruntled Hot Topic customers.
1: As a Hot Topic customer okay, myself. Listen. Not Hot I Topic. I would not no. like to be associated with Hot them. Hot
0: Topic circa 2002. Remember? Fine. Do you remember what Hot Topic was like back mm-hmm. then? I remember one time I wanted to go there and buy a shirt for a band that I loved, and I went there with a friend who was like super Christian, and like her mom had driven us there because this was 2000 and something, and I was like 13. And her mom wouldn't go inside. Oh, yeah. She stood outside the mm-hmm. store because she was now so scared. Now it's like. Now you can buy a Justin Bieber shirt there. You can- <laughs> That, all the Riverdale stuff. Yeah. So if you're at home and you're listening and you're like, what do you mean? Like, Hot Topic, that's where I, that's where I that's got. That's where
1: I got my Southside Serpent shirt. <laughs> um, uh, They're
0: tough. The For warning,
1: I also watch Riverdale. So oh I my God, I was just
0: reading an article. I don't want to, I, I refuse to believe it. So you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Devastated. I refuse to okay, believe anyway, it. Okay, anyway, not important at all. It's like, Isaac, you can
1: cut all this out.
0: Quick side note from your audio engineer, Isaac. I will not be deleting this because it is way too funny.
1: It's like, I'm assuming we're talking about the Lily. Yes. It's like when Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling (gasps) dated and broke up, I was literally Devastated. Oh my
0: god, that was horrible. I was devastated. That was horrible. I'm not over it still. That was stupid. That was like if twelve years ago.
1: I I firmly believe that since they're starting filming again, they're gonna cozy up together. They have amazing chemistry on screen. Those kisses are real. They're good. They're gonna. They're gonna start banging again.
0: Okay. Happen.
1: I know. I read that right before we started, and I, I was just like. Are I was like, y'all were just at Comic Con, all happy-go-lucky. What
0: are you talking about right now? Damn actors, oh making
1: us believe that God. We're still
0: uh... <laughs> anyway, that sorry. A Thanks Riverdale's for tuning in to Riverdale cast. Stupid. I mean, we can talk about it. It's a good show. Okay. Stupid, but it's good. It's trash. It's so bad. Anyway, you ready to hear some more trash? About okay. Daddy Vampire? Yes, about Daddy Vampire. Also, apparently, Bailey was known as Mommy. She was. Mama Vampire. I'm not calling anyone Mommy. It, what's wrong with you?
1: What? You're and not going to call someone that is younger than you Mommy?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fucking no.
0: <laughs> okay. Mommy Vampire. Mommy. By the way. Mommy, drink my blood. I mommy. I can't. I can't. Anyway, so, as we know, Aubrey Trail and Bailey Boswell lured their victims into their vampiric sex cult via Tinder, all of whom were young and impressionable women. By the way, Tinder's not faring out so well on this. If, if you already didn't have enough reasons to stay off Tinder, here you go. Okay, after thorough research, it seems... They pulled the classic unicorn hunter bait-and-switch, the Tinder profile being listed under Bailey's image and identity. Boswell would build a rapport with the girls, basically priming and prepping them before bringing in her boyfriend, Aubrey Trail, to commence the brainwashing techniques. It's the same sinister tactic used by so many couples on dating websites looking to procure a third for their sexual exploits. In this case, Trail and Boswell were collecting a third, and a fourth, and a fifth, Etc. And not just for sex, though that was an integral part of the operation. Trail offered the girls expensive gifts, money, and took them on trips. Mm -hmm. All of these would be extremely enticing to a woman in her early 20s, and before they knew it, they were in way over their heads. I mean, in your early 20s, we're all broke. Yeah. Don't know what the F we're doing. Yeah.
1: So yeah, if some man's like, here, I'm going to pay your rent, give you an allowance yeah. and take care of you hundred percent it's gonna mess with you're you. gonna you're gonna start thinking mm, maybe
0: I can do this. I guess I could call her mommy. Yeah. Mommy vampire. Yes mommy Ugh. Where's my allowance mommy? Okay. I mean I'll hustle for a couple dollars. <laughs> I will. Are you gonna are you gonna like put on a cloak Shh. and
1: <laughs> someone has to keep
0: up with my vintage clothing obsession? <laughs> Oh, man. No. Okay. At first, it was merely group sex that the cult engaged in, and then he moved them up a rung on the ladder when they began stealing and reselling antiques, which we covered a little bit already.
1: Which, by the way, a lot of the times he wouldn't engage in the sex. He would just watch them. Ew. Which... It's brutal and creepier. And it's fucking weird. It's basically having, like, your own porno and, like, life. Ew. Like, Ew. He's a creep. And he's ugly. Yeah, it'd I'd be, be different if it was like a Mark
0: Wahlberg, like fifty. If he year was old. crazy hot, yeah, I would be like, okay, I guess I could he's see like how this would be fat a and ugly. A little bit, yeah. He looks like, and he totally has that predator mustache. He looks like the thing from Marvel Comics. He looks like he's not cute. His head is the size of like three normal people heads. I just I saw his picture and I'm like. That's one head? Yeah. Trail insisted that his members, refer to him as Daddy, we're never going to let this go, convinced his members that he had supernatural powers, such as flying and mind reading. hmm According to one of the former members, who Trail would refer to as his witches, his powers were proven to them when he put main accomplice Bailey Boswell in a trance. In a classic manipulation move, Trail would make his members prove themselves before being able to join. The girls were whipped regularly and forced to perform other degrading acts. One former member recalls being made to eat cat food and feeling completely humiliated. These girls were not having a great time. But because he was giving them money, and yeah, stuff feel and like, And plus, like, now you have this, like, kind of hive mentality, and, like, everyone else is doing it, and so now I mean, you're kind of well, just in it, and, you know, brainwashing. Someone's not breaking the cycle, they, so. they were He was breaking down their self-esteem so that they relied on him to, like, mm-hmm. feel... They probably had daddy issues of their own. They liked having someone... Um, Validating them and giving them attention And it's just all types of sick Trail also insisted that the act of killing Should turn them on sexually And even spoke of potentially filming a murder And creating a snuff film Popular amongst the most depraved Dark corners of the internet Trail explained that they could make a million dollars For the deplorable endeavor Which he vowed to split evenly (sighs) between all involved parties Yes, yes Horrible.
1: The internet is such a weird place because you know what's sad? Hmm. Someone would have paid for it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But that's Ugh.
0: yeah, totally. It's a whole other topic. The dark web is a weird, oh no, no place. No, no, no. The anonymous cult recruit who spoke to police told them that she had been instructed to kill in order to be inducted. That the longer she tortured her victim before their imminent murder, the stronger her magical powers would become. Though she had engaged in many group sex activities and spent quite a bit of time with Trail and the other members, she had never witnessed Trail or any of the others actually kill anyone. She was told that there were already 12 members in the group and that she would be the 13th. The FBI later found the names of a dozen other women's names among Trail's possessions. The names had group roles listed next to them, such as Healer and Seize Danger, It is thought that these roles were the different magical abilities of each member, also known as absolute nonsense. Now, in classic witch lore, covens were often intended to have 13 members exactly. This is in reference to the 13 lunar months in a year. The moon circles the earth 13 times each year, so 13 lunar months. Traditionally, there are the 12 members in a coven, and the 13th is the leader. The number also has ties to Jesus and his apostles, there being 12 of those, and Jesus being number 13. The thing is, though, this guy fucked up because he invited what would have been the 14th member into the group. Because this whole thing is bullshit. hmm And he's just a creep with Wi-Fi who's seen Interview with a Vampire too many times. That's a good movie. It's a great movie, but, like... Chill out! You are not Tom Cruise. No. Jesus. Okay. There is a medical condition known as porphyria, which refers to a group of blood disorders in which the inflicted person has vampire-like symptoms, such as sensitivity to light, especially the sun. So, maybe I fucking have porphyria. (laughs) 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 Uh, Heather also sleeps in a a coffin at night. Listen. There is a lot about this case that made me really uncomfortable, because I'm like, could I have ended up in this cult? I don't know. Moved to Nebraska. I don't think, no. I mean, not now, but I mean, like, when I was young and impressionable. Maybe not in my 20s, but I, I could have I been in trouble if I was, like, 15. From what it sounded like, as with
1: most narcissists and just fucking trash men, he was super convincing, even though he looked like a refrigerator? Because that's what one of the, I think the one you were talking about, the girl said that she, he, he sounded super convincing. Like, she 100%. Well, he would have to be. He would he, have to be to sell this shit. Yeah, he would, like, she 100% so was like, oh, that doesn't shit, surprise you're, me. like, real. Like, this is, you know, this, I could get special powers. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're an impressionable young adult, you're like, oh, well,
0: shit, might as well try it. I know. It's fucking sad. Mm-hmm. So, this condition is primarily genetic and can be traced to a parent, usually. Um, These guys did not have porphyria. Is it due to, like, low iron? It's a blood disorder. I I don't—I don't—I think it is related to having low iron, too, which I do as a person. Yeah. Are you anemic? No, but I can—I'm— prone to becoming anemic.
1: Yeah. I'm not I'll always go through anemic,
0: f- but... Same. yeah, I'll
1: go through phases. Yeah. Because sometimes going to the doctor, they're like, oh, you're low iron. You need your uh-huh. to take iron pills. And right. then other times they're like, nope, you're
0: great. Right. And I wouldn't even take my iron pills. So, like, my body just, like... Well, do you have that thing where, like, you sit down, you, like, stand up too quickly and, and you're get like, like oh, that's, like... Not well, too often. Well. It happens to me constantly yeah. and that's a low iron thing. Um, So, yeah, this doesn't apply to those guys because... They probably just got bored and they were tired of waiting for Spirit Halloween to open, so they decided to start a Twilight LARP group or something. Like, just go to fucking Comic Con and calm the fuck down. How about that? Like, don't murder people because you're a weird goth loner. I've been a weird goth loner my whole life. You don't see me killing anybody. I'm giving you a bad name. Right? See? Exactly. This is embarrassing. Please stop. We're not knocking covens. Not at all. Also, but, there's, like, meetup groups. Yeah. There's vampire balls you can yeah, go to. Yeah, I saw a video on it the other day. Right? Like, you'd get all dressed up. i hmm I've, I've never been, but I know a lot of people who go, and they have a great time. Like, you could just go do that. Yeah. Don't kill people. Just stop. I think that's going to be our running
1: theme with every case. <laughs> stop fucking killing people? Just don't kill people. It's really simple. Get a hobby. Don't kill people. I mean... I'm only 26, but so far I've made it without killing people. I mean, Bailey I was 24, so shit.
0: I made it through 26 without killing someone. Just I could have done 30, it? and I haven't killed anybody. But like, don't don't kill somebody. because we're normal people who don't have. We're not in. We're not narcissistic. Just don't do it, losers. Just don't they're losers. It. They are. Okay, let's talk about. Cults, yeah. I hope you're talking about one that
1: also was in the media not too long ago. Oh. Define not too long ago.
0: Like not too long ago. That the there's a podcast on it. That. Go ahead. Are you talking about the Yahweh one? Mm-mm. Oh.
1: No, this one involved one the girl from Smallville.
0: Oh. The knit. Well, I'm talking about specifically vampire cult. Oh, okay. That was a sex cult. Oh, sorry. But we... If, specifically if I was, vampire sex Yes. Oh, we're even getting more <laughs> specific. Okay. Yes. Um, the first one, I guess, isn't really that sex-fueled. Um, but anyway, first of all, according to the dictionary, a cult is defined as such a system of religious veneration and devotion directed toward a particular figure or object. Typically, cults have a charismatic yet inscrutable leader. They coerce by manipulation and tend to exploit their followers, usually financially or sexually, though attention in general can be enough for some. So there's always some fucking... lunatic... In charge of these things. I could go on and on and I on. I could go cults. on and on and on and on. And we're, we're going to do some more cults as we go on. Because I've got a couple that I know a lot about.
1: <sighs> you know, the one that kills me the most. What? Scientology. Oh my
0: god, right? It's a fucking cult. We put that on the list early on. Did we? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we did. Because it's a fucking it's cult. It's not... Yeah, it is. It 100% is. I... It kills me because... Where's now, where's Shelley Miscavige? Where's she?
1: Where is she? So you know how there's a Scientology channel? I've heard that, I've never seen it. Oh Chris and I put it on every now and then just to see the fucking craziness that is on there. God. But it kills me because could you imagine paying a thousand, like millions, millions of dollars to then be told you're what is it when you get to the top and you finally figure out the whole plan? It's, like, like a alien's going to come, like, take your spirit and take you to, like, another world or something like that. I forget. It's something, like, so far off and crazy, and you're like,
0: oh, <laughs> what? Well, that's how I feel about all of it in general. I mean— it was created by a sci-fi writer. Like, that should be enough right there. That's just that clear. one sentence should be enough to tell everyone everything they need to know. Yeah. Anyways, that's but a whole no. nother. Yes. Let's talk about the vampire killers of Kentucky.
1: What is with these random-ass states having... Are you just that bored? I think so. You ain't got no beach to go to. You can't go to the mall or something. <laughs> You're like, mo.
0: Let's start killing people. Yeah. I guess we have to fucking murder. I mean, there's nothing else to do. So this happened in 1996. Okay. When troubled teen Rod Farrell started what he called the Vampire Clan with some of his other alternatively inclined friends. He told the others that he was a 500-year-old vampire named Vesego, and that if they all drank each other's blood, they would be bound together for eternity New initiates to the clan, but also had the letter V burned into their arm. So, have you ever met someone that tried to convince you they were like an immortal? No, I oh. can't. Because I can name multiple incidents in my life. I can't say I have come oh. across that. Well, okay then. Just me, I guess. <laughs>
1: well, Heather and I are learning that we are. <laughs> we run into very different circles.
0: Uh, well,. I feel like I've always known that, but really, yeah, yeah, no, I can't, I can't say I run into people like that. Oh, in reality, Rod Farrell was an edge lord who desperately craved attention. Spending what is an edge? Okay,
1: you missed the conversation Heather and I had before. Like I said, we run in such different circles. I don't know any of this terminology.
0: Okay, so. Do you remember last week when I recorded and I was very upset because someone did something really fucked up? You referred to him as one, and I still don't understand. So an edgelord is someone who likes to get attention by being, like, as edgy as possible, but it's not even, like, real. They're just, like, saying really fucked up shit to get a reaction out of you. It's like... So these are people that are only big online and in person they're nothing. No, I mean, the edgelord... Can be anybody,
1: um, but they have to have an
0: audience to speak to, wouldn't they? I mean, n- not necessarily because you can be an edge lord. Just like, have you ever met someone who just like says a bunch of really like controversial shit all the time, just to fucking Just to yeah. f- just that's an edge lord, douchebags. Yeah, okay. They're ter- they're horrible, but they're really just sad, insecure lonely people who the only attention they can get is bad attention. Got it. So then they just, like, double down on that. They're like, I'm going to say the most fucked up shit ever. And and then people go, oh, my God, what's wrong with you? Why would you? And now they're getting attention. Yeah. Okay. So this guy spent his time drawing cryptic pictures in his notebook, taking hard drugs, and decorating his bedroom with pentagrams. He liked to wear long black coats and never washed his hair, rocking that greasy loner look. Eventually, his lust for all things macabre escalated, and he began killing neighborhood cats. His friends became concerned, but did nothing about it. Like, oh, he's, oh, he's killing cats now. Oh, that's that's not good. Anyway, you want to go to an n out? Isn't that like Sociopath 101 when they start yes. killing animals? It's they like they graduate one of the, to- what, it's called the McDonald triad, yeah. I think. Like killing animals, wetting the bed, lighting fires. I think that's all of them. Um, One of Rod's friends, Heather, it wasn't me. This is (laughs) 1996. It wasn't me. Expressed interest in joining the clan, but she lived all the way in Florida. Rod decided to pack up a few of his closest vampire buddies. And move to Florida? (laughs) Not quite. (laughs) They were going to depart from Kentucky to go and rescue her from her mundane life. Why does all bad things happen in Florida? I don't know. Don't go there. Don't go to Florida. Except we're going to Florida. Hopefully. Oh, it's happening. I want to go. Oh, it's happening. Upon their arrival, Rod entered Heather's home in order to go and retrieve her, but instead found her father asleep on the couch. Suddenly overcome with an uncontrollable urge, Rod began to beat the man to death with a crowbar he'd found. There it goes. Heather's mother had been in the shower, and upon her entrance to the living room, Rod beat her to death as well. Rod and the vampire clan fled to New Orleans, where, you know, because that's where vampires go, but police found them when one of the girls on the trip spoke to her mother and was tricked into revealing their whereabouts. Rod warned the cops that he was an ancient vampire and had magical vampire powers, so they'd better be careful. Rod is still in prison to this day and seems to have aged pretty badly, considering he's immortal. He doesn't look like Edward Cullen? Nope. He doesn't sparkle? No, he does not. He does whatever the opposite of sparkle is. Um, this is basically an example of how bad it can be when people are, like, feeding each other's delusions. Like, you get all these people together, like, like yeah! wrong. Right, you're like, yeah, we're vampires, yeah. yeah, yeah! Totally, let's drink blood and let's... Yeah, like, it, it's, it's bad. Let me just... This has nothing to do
1: with this, but let me just say this. People like that... Are the reason why? What were those three kids? What was it called? The, the 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 three kids that were into like Metallica and stuff like that. They were accused of murders because they were the satanic people because they listened to Metallica. Yeah. Per, what was it? Per, do you remember what that was called? What the three the three kids that got convicted of murder because they were just the weird ones, even though they had nothing to do with it. Just the town. Hmm. Was no. like pa- three uh, par- Paradise Three, I think, is what it was called, or something like mm. that. But like, I feel like dumbass- was it in the nineties? Yeah,
0: Satanic Panic.
1: I feel like dumbasses like this made that happen because it was yep. in a small little town where it was like they're literally just kids that like to listen to Metallica and like skated, and so everyone was like, "Oh, it had to have Metallica's been Metallica." Is not
0: even like that's. But that's what I'm so, saying.
1: I feel like because of people like this, it makes you yeah. look at someone that has long hair and you're like, oh. oh they
0: worship Satan and they, they kill people. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, all these people just giving everybody a bad name. It's not good. Okay. So here we have the Marcus Wesson incestuous vampire family cult. And I could have, this could be seven, this could be a book. I could have written a book about this. It's, so I, I covered as little as possible, so but you it's... You could just stopped at the incest part. I'm, and I'm very like, sorry, Ooh. but this is so wild. I started reading it and I'm like, what? I feel like every five seconds I'm like, what? Story time. Oh, well, yeah. Let's go. Marcus Weston started out as a devoted Seventh-day Adventist, but as he became more and more eccentric as a person in general, so did his religious beliefs. He began preaching that Jesus Christ had been a vampire, as he had risen from the grave, immortal, and his followers drank his blood. Marcus also practiced polygamy, having one main wife, but over the years added many others as well, all of whom were incestuous, either his nieces or his very own daughters. Oh! Yeah. These unions yielded many, many children. Marcus claimed to be a prophet of God, using this as part of his manipulation and influence over the impressionable young people in this family. Sound familiar? Marcus believed that he himself was the second coming of Christ. Therefore, apparently, he too was a vampire. I have to say,
1: Mm -hmm. I've never, I've heard a lot of theories about Jesus. Never heard that he was a vampire. That's
0: a nice little plot twist. Yeah. Also, this guy left to walk around town wearing a tattered brown cloak, using a large walking stick, and preaching his sermons to randos on the street. Going through a Gandalf phase, I guess. I was just gonna say, I'm like, all I. Want <laughs> oh yeah. This picture of Gandalf Hell walking yeah. through town. It's not not a pretty picture. Uh, He also lived with his extended family of 18-plus people at this time in a dilapidated school bus out in the woods. I know you want to laugh so hard about all this, but it's, it's actually terrible. The people in the town refer to him as a disgruntled cult leader, so he really wasn't fooling anybody except his own family, who were basically a bunch of emotional hostages at this point. CBS would try to track them down, but because they were nomadic, they always seemed to be one step ahead of the law, because, you know, school bus, they can travel. Damn nomads. Over the years, Marcus and his main wife, Elizabeth, had nine children together, but had taken custody of several more from Elizabeth's relatives. In total, that's 16 children that grew up under Marcus Weston's abusive and deranged tutelage. The children's ages ranged from 6 to 17 and were abused both sexually and physically, not to mention, of course, emotionally. It was from this generation of children that he began choosing additional wives. If this whole thing is giving you Waco vibes, I was say. you'd be correct. Wesson watched the standoff between David Koresh and Texas Police on TV obsessively. Wesson began to idolize Koresh, even allowing the children, usually banned from TV privileges, to watch along with him. Directly following this revelation, Wesson gathered all of the daughters of the family in a room and explained that in order to grow their family, he would need to marry and impregnate many of them. Because they had been brainwashed since birth, they agreed to Wesson's proposal. They were convinced that they were honoring God by meeting Wesson's demands. So, straight out of Waco, but don't put that on a t-shirt. While Wesson himself didn't work, he sent his oldest children out to obtain jobs, and they would, in turn, give give him their paychecks. What did he buy with that money? Oh, you know, the basics. Antique coffins that ran 400 bucks a pop so that the kids had a place to sleep. Dad of the year. He also gave the members of his family vampire names. For example, Marcus was known as... Daddy vampire? (laughs) No, maybe worse. Java Marcus Pyre. A mashup of Jesus, his own name, and vampire. That's once again... Java Marcus fire. telling you, Jesus being a vampire, I, that, my mind is blown. Well, you can go home and tell your parents what you learned today. I will. <laughs> I'm going to tell my very Catholic mom that. There you go. <laughs> like, says. Mom, I have some news for you. I have to tell you something. A couple of the daughter wives escaped over the years, but it was no easy feat to accomplish. He had his claws in deep and knew exactly how to uniquely manipulate each member of his family, usually by threatening their children, the ones that the girls loved dearly despite their unsavory origins. In March of 2004, it all came to a gruesome end in Fresno, California, when two of Wesson's daughters attempted to rescue their children from Wesson's custody. Police were summoned to the Wessons and surrounded the household, shouting for Marcus to come out with his hands up. Instead, the two young women who'd come for their children came running out, crying inconsolably. The scene the police found inside was devastating. Nine bodies, which had been stacked on top of each other, had caused a river of blood to permeate throughout the house. Seven of the victims were children, ages ranging from one to eight. And the two older girls were 17 and 25, so basically still kids themselves, and they'd all been shot in the face. He was tried and convicted for nine counts of first-degree murder and 14 counts of forcible rape. He was sentenced to death, but since California abolished that law, it was changed to life without parole. He is still alive today and is 75 years old. Hold up. Yeah. This happened in California? It did. And it started in 1974 Okay,
1: that's where I got really confused When then you were like What, you said 2004 That's where I was like 30 years What the it hell? took place over 30
0: years Yeah Do you know what prison he's at? I did, but I don't remember now But it's, it's here in California oh, It's probably shit. near Fresno There's prison up there
1: Which one's that one? I forget Sorry, I listen to Art LeBeau on Sundays, and they always do their shout-outs, and nine out of ten times, the people are from jail. You listen to what? Art LeBeau. He does, you know, oldies Sunday at six o'clock. Oh, okay. I don't know. But yeah, most of the shout-outs are from inmates, so I try to
0: remember all the different prisons. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. hmm I, I I'm shocked that that happened in California. I'm shocked that that happened. I
1: got really confused when you mentioned the recent date, and I was like... I know. Because I'm not paying
0: attention? Uh, how could we miss that? That's How have I never heard of this it? This is the most insane case I've ever heard in my life. Which could possibly be its own episode of this show, because what the fuck? Well, now I'm very intrigued. I know. But I did tons of research on it, and it, it will make you sick. Ugh. Because there's... He impregnated, like, 15 of his own... Relatives, and it's disgusting. They had to have health issues. I'm sure, and I also don't know if I, his his main wife didn't die in that in that massacre. It was like all the children. Did she get? Arrested? I I can't find anything about her. I I don't know. I Wonder if she's
1: a witness protection. Like they had her testify. Against that could him. be.
0: There's that whole situation. There's some more vampire cults for you. Not, not as a. Not as uncommon as we would like. Uncommon. Interesting. Yeah. To wrap up. To wrap up, stay out of vampire cults. Stay off Tinder. Be careful of who you meet at Spirit Halloween. I have to say, this case bothers me so much because
1: I, once upon a time, was on a dating app. And it would... It's just so sad that you're preying on someone that's literally just trying to find love. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Like, you're just a douche.
0: How dare you feel like you're entitled to someone else's life to begin with, just to, like, fill your passing fancy?
1: they totally preyed on her because apparently she was having money problems, and this is where things get a little muddy because a lot of it's just hearsay, but... Now they're saying that Sydney did have money problems, and that Aubrey was gonna pay her five thousand dollars to be a part of that sex fantasy. So yeah, could you imagine being a young girl and someone's like, "I'll give you five thousand dollars if you partake this, partake in this with me"? That's a lot of money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's just douches.
0: Yeah, all of it. It's horrible. Douches. It's just finding who's vulnerable and taking advantage of it, and it's disgusting. So sad. So we will definitely keep everyone updated.
1: Once Bailey goes on trial and all that happened, we'll definitely have to do a part two. Yeah. Because I'm curious to see how they're going to
0: try to spin her case. Totally. So we'll see. You want to tell me what you're obsessed with this week? I was trying to think of that right now. (laughs) And I don't know. You don't know? (laughs) I don't know. It's probably something super obvious, and it's, like, right under your nose. Well, actually, you know what I've been spending my week doing? What? Watching Pose. (gasps) Pose! It's probably my favorite show.
1: Well, because I had watched it last season when it was on uh, FX, and nobody watched it. I didn't know anybody that was watching it. Hmm. So I was watching it by myself, and it's not because... It's not until it's on Netflix that everyone's like, oh, my God, what is right. this?
0: And I'm like... Well, you know, I, I'm, i like, everybody. attached at the hip to Ryan Murphy, so... Well,
1: that's what... Literally, anything he watches, boom. I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes me mad that people don't watch stuff until it actually gets on Netflix. But whatever. So...
0: I had forgotten that the second season had started. I was late, too. Someone was like, oh, I... Yeah. And I'm like, oh, is it on? They're like, yeah, it's on episode three. And I'm yeah. like, what? So I spent this week... Um, Did you... Okay, I cry every episode.
1: I cry... I cry every you know what? Every I remember why I kind of took a, a long time to watch it
0: last year, because yeah, it's it's emotionally draining. It is, yeah. It's super emotionally draining. It did, It it is really heavy, and it took me a bit to get into it, too.
1: I have a really hard time watching stuff like that, because one, I cry at everything, but, okay, so if you don't know what Pose is about, Pose is about the ballroom scene. It takes place during the late 80s, early 90s, and before you watch Pose, you should go watch Paris is Burning. Is that what it's called? I don't know if that is. You got to go watch it. It's on it? Netflix. It's actually about ballroom culture. Like, it was a oh, documentary. Really? Yeah. Oh. So, before you watch Pose, you have to actually know how it originated. So, go watch Paris is Burning. I believe that's what it's called. I'm go in. Go watch it. It's so good. But, um, basically, it was this huge subculture, and it was predominantly, um... Mex- er, Hispanic and African American most of them were gay, bi trans kind of all of it and this was their little safe spot mm-hmm. and it's just a good show it talks about family, it talks about just inclusion and the reason why I get so upset about it is because I can't understand now I get it, it was the 80s so it was a different time But I can't understand how you could have a kid and not love them, regardless of who they are, who they want to be. Like, it's hard for me to watch it because it's hard for me to, like—it's
0: just sad. It is very sad. It's so sad. So, not this last episode, but the one before it. I was a mess.
1: And, okay, so that's actually—I started watching it again because— I had seen someone post about it because they were like, if you don't even watch the show, you need to watch this episode. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, it's not on again. And I was like, oh, it is on. <laughs> we're on episode, like, four. Yeah. So, yeah, I watched it and I was crying and I was like,
0: oh. Oh, my God. It's sad. I could start a podcast about Pose. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And
1: one, I think Pose... cast. They did such... A good job with it Because They're actually Employing Yes Trans People Mm -hmm. I hope I'm saying Everything correctly You are And so
0: That's such A huge deal I know I remember when I first Got into it I'm like I'm gonna go On IMDb And look at all these people And I did And I'm like God bless you It's such A huge deal Yeah It's super important People of color All of it There's like no white people on it mm-hmm. Evan Peters Oh well he's not in season 2 He was the first one though I feel like they needed him to like Have some draw Start. into the yeah. show That he probably was like look Evan Peters Just be on the show Because you know, need your Ryan Murphy man. has his
1: little clan of people he That he like can call he them does. and they'll be like Yeah like, I'm on it a,
0: The girl that's no longer on Pose She's going to be in the next season of American Horror mm-hmm. Story And I'm like so, so excited nice. for that I don't 1984 it, mm, it doesn't have Evan Peters or Sarah Paulson So I'm like Oh I'll watch I, it I Any, Anything Ryan Murphy's gonna do I'm gonna I watch I mean I might I don't know
1: We'll see Nip Tuck, Glee, we'll screen, see. Um, Scream Queens Scream Queens
0: was amazing I'll do it all
1: Sign me up So yeah that's um, my obsession That's a good obsession So go watch Paris is Burning which is also on Netflix And then go watch Pose
0: And cry your eyes out.
1: And then, you know, follow it up with like Queer After the Straight Guy and really just fucking
0: ball. You're telling people to do a lot of crying. That's a lot. I like to cry. (laughs) I guess it's my sign or something like that. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. Got a lot of water in my chart. You do. You do. You're a water sun and you're a water rising. Got a lot of water. What's your moon sign? I should know this. Should (gasps) Should I reference? What the fuck? I thought cancer was my moon sign. No, cancer. Cancer's. You're, a uh, cancer rising. Oh, what's my moon sign? I don't know. Virgo. Is it?
1: Can I can I refer to my co-star oh, app? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Why don't
0: you talk about your obsession? Um, so mine is Harlots. The show Harlots. What? That's it's also on Hulu. On, oh, Hulu. What's that one about? Um, it's. Like Virgo Virgo Nice That makes sense I, I have a Virgo Lilith So I feel like we had This conversation Oh We did <laughs> we Found out some Interesting information yeah, About Yeah totally her boyfriend. <laughs> Um Harlot about? I know I've Heard it It's I don't want to say What era it's from Because I don't Know No for sure It's like the same era That Marie Antoinette Oh. So, like, early Victorian kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know if that's Victorian. What would it be? It's... I don't know. But, (laughs) look, it's not... It's in England. Um, It's It's a period It's a brothel. We'll put it at that. It (gasps) is a period piece. It's a brothel. brothel. It's a brothel. Actual... uh, Parlets would make sense, then. Right. And... It's women doing it for themselves, and it's very very feminist, despite, you know, thinking, you would think not. But, yeah, it's, like, all the madams of the houses, like, all, like, hate each other, and there's lots of family stuff, too. Like, some, there's a mom who's, who runs one of the houses, and she's got her two daughters there, and... Um, what are the moms called? They have a name. Madam. Madam. But they call them bods. Over okay. there, like B A W D S. Is this a period piece here, or does it take place like in England or something? It takes place in England. Okay. Alfie Allen, who was Theon Greyjoy, is in this season. Oh, okay. As another bad guy, because he does that so good. Um, they it's, get typecasted. It's a it. fantastic show. Oh, how many and seasons? I love it. It season three just started. Hmm. So, and there, since it's Hulu, you could you could binge, you could binge it all in a day. Yeah. Are they thirty minute or hour episode? I think they're an I think they're forty five. Oh yeah, I could do you that could, easily. You could binge it in a day and a half, and then feel like complete trash afterwards because you haven't left your bed and you're like, "What did I do with my life?" I think
1: I found it in
0: season two.
1: To be honest, I forget about Hulu all the time because I so instinctively just always turn on Netflix. Because even if I'm I the I can't, opposite. See, if I can't find something to watch on Netflix, I'll just put Friends on as like a back up like all the time so I always put Netflix on
0: oh, Why well,
1: I, I like Hulu better I don't like Hulu because it continuously plays and since I fall asleep sometimes with the TV mm. I don't like that I'll wake up and it's still I'll sure. playing sure that's my only issue with it
0: okay well I guess uh, guess we're done oh guess that's it like I said we'll be at midsummer screen yeah come say hi we're nice people we're yeah super nice. Yeah. Actually,
1: we're both really shy in person. So. We're very shy, but
0: that doesn't mean... that we're really If dying. you came up to us and were like, hey, I'm blah, 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 we'd be super stoked. Yeah. So. Do it. Come say hi to us. Absolutely. It's going to be a
1: jolly old time. I've never been to anything like it, so I'm excited. It's going to be
0: super fun. Yeah. You're going to like it. There's, um... It's not... I just want to... Christine McConnell. That's
1: all I care about. Mm, hmm That's all I care about. Yeah, we're going to go to that panel. I've, I, I went to her
0: house last year when she decorated it. I know. I remember. Oh, it was so good. I'm hoping that her being there and having everyone, like, the cast there and stuff means they're going to bring the show back somehow. She started her YouTube channel where she's doing videos on there now. She, like, she's making her own show. hmm
1: Okay. She has a Patreon and all that. Well, that's fine. So go support her. But Netflix, Whatever.
0: You you, guys missed out on Gem. It was so good. They've thrown away such good stuff this year. I don't even, don't even get me started. But anyways, (sighs) that's it for us this week.
1: We'll see you next Thursday. Mm -hmm. That's as
0: far as I can remember. If you miss us in the meantime, remember, we're always with you in spirit. And we love you to death.